and also welcome to Win Me The Lottery. How are you doing, Chris? Very well. Very well, Tony. How are you? I'm good. Good. So, this podcast... What's this podcast about, Chris? This podcast is all about us playing the lottery every week and trying to win it and make our fortune. That sounds amazing. I think it's something... I was looking at, like, I want to create a podcast, Chris. And what is something that I do every week? I play lottery. And you do it every single Saturday? Every single Saturday. And so far, Chris, I haven't won the lottery. Have, have you won a five, uh, a tenner? Or? Actually, I have. So, okay, yeah. I take that, but let me... Let me okay, let me, let let's me back, be honest. Let's be honest. Let you me have won the lottery. I have won the lottery, but not the lottery jackpot. Not the jackpot. Not the jackpot. So, the reason why... I've started this podcast, we've started this podcast, is I've been playing Lotto for so many years, mm. still haven't won the jackpot. How many years have you been playing it for? I'm going to give away my age now, Chris. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, let's just say it's over 15. Since I've been legal. Since it's, it's legal. So I've been you are more than 16 years old. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I think yeah. our, our audience is, is, you know, I'm happy to share that information. Yeah. Um, but like, back to it, Chris, I mean, like, it's the sense that I've been doing it for over 15 years. Mm. I haven't won. So something's got to change. Something's got to change. And, you know, do you feel this is about taking people on that journey with you? you know, who knows? Maybe somebody who tunes into this podcast might win it. I need help. That's the whole point. Uh, I, I need... You do need a lot of help. I need your help, Chris. I, yep. need, other, I need our listeners to help yep. me manifest the winning numbers. And... Really, I want to take them on this journey. And, and I, I, should, I, should I let you know how I, f- I see the format working? Yeah, go for it. Go okay, for it. so the way I see this working is every week, if we're willing to commit. Yep. Or every other week. Let's, let's, see, how, let's, see, how, let's see how far we go. Is that the first segment, we're going to look at what the last Saturday's draw was. What were the winning numbers? Mm. We go through them. And then we look at what numbers did I pick? Did I win? Yeah. And also, what was the jackpot? So the jackpots are going to vary every week. So this week, it was 4 million. We're going to talk about what can we do with 4 million. Is 4 pounds. million enough? That's the question. That's the question we'll come to. I mean, we're getting kicked in the teeth here, Chris. Inflation, cost of living. Is 4 million enough? To live the way that you want to live in London. Absolutely not. But we'll come to that. We'll (laughs) We'll come come to that that in detail later. We will come to that. Second segment is all about our topic of the week. So it's going to differ every week. You know, we we want to talk about our relationship with money. Mm. We want to talk about what you should or what you shouldn't do if you win the lottery. Yep. So really, I mean, the first topic of this week is we're going to talk about first thing you would do. So we've got to really delve into that in, in, in the second segment. The moment you win. Yeah. The what moment the moment I win, what, what would I do? Yeah. And every week, you know, it, it's going to vary. We've got to talk about morality. Because mm. everything's, everything's game. And then the final segment, the third segment, is picking next week's winning lottery numbers. So how, how are we going to do that, Chris? I think what we need to do is, like you said before, manifest what those winning numbers are going to be. We look at what's been happening this week. Have there been any signs? Maybe there's been a sign in the news or in something that you've bumped into in the street on what those numbers could be. 
Exactly. I feel like maybe I've been walking through life blind. Maybe there's some is subliminal signs. Is that, that why you're wearing the glasses? Exactly. Maybe, yeah. maybe I need to put another set of glasses on. Yep. Maybe I just need to pay attention. Maybe I've been asleep all this time. Are there numbers that are slapping Boom. me in the face Boom. that I'm not seeing? It's, it's screaming at me when I'm reading a story on, on the internet. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, something on the news and it's, it's there, but I'm not, I'm not. You haven't paid attention to the numbers. I haven't paid attention. Maybe this is a route for someone to message in and go, Tony, you should be playing these numbers. Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're going to explore. I don't know. Are you ready, Chris? I'm ready. I'm ready. I feel that we are going to draw this jackpot towards us. Um, my only question is, what happens when we do win it next Saturday? Are um, we going to continue with the pod? Well, that's what we're going to delve into now. That is a very great question, Chris. I mean, you've got to tune in next week to see if we're still here. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. I guess, as, as we said, segment one. So, last Saturday's lotto draw. And uh, what was the jackpot for the lotto draw last week, Tony? I'm not going to lie, Chris. I was a little mm. bit deflated. Oh, really? Four million pounds. Four million pounds. Great British pounds. You know what? It's not enough, right? I'm always a fan when it goes in double digits. Yeah. I mean, like, if we talk about four million pounds, I mean, like, what could you get for four, four million mm. pounds? Mm. So one of the things as an Arsenal fan that I saw yeah. wasn't last week. It was, you know, transfer windows closed. Yeah. But Rob Holding, a seasoned Premier League mm. defender, mm. but one of the best teams in the Premier League. One of the best, well, yeah, you know, it is the best team. Sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the best team. Yeah. He went for, from what I read, was £4 million. And I think that is almost like a crime. I think Arsenal are terrible at selling players. What's happened to Pepe? He had his contract ripped off, I believe. So he's gone for free? Yes. And he costs £70 million. He did. So you, how many times would you need to win this jackpot? Just less than 20 times in order to buy one Pepe. There you go. So four million. It's not enough. I'm not turning my nose at it. But just to give you an idea, I mean, four million, you know, I was, I was walking through Farringdon, you know, where oh. we're based in London. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of London, looking through a estate um, agent's window, penthouse, four beds, 4.5. I couldn't even afford to buy that. So, you know. It's just not enough. I'll still be, have to work. I'll still have to carry on working if I wanted that penthouse. And then again, you know, it's you, all about lifestyle. You'd have to live somewhere awful like um, Chelsea. You'd afford somewhere in Chelsea for that? Two beds, you know. Doable. Doable. But just to give our kind of listeners, say, Uzbekistan, you know, what, mm. what, what, what is 4 million equivalent mm. to? That's. 60 billion of Uzbekistani som. So, you know, we're in the billions if, you know, if you've got 4 million. So this jackpot would be good if we lived and worked in Uzbekistan. Yes. But it's not adequate for the UK. Is that what you said? Just to recap. For, for That's my, what I'm hearing. For, for, for my personal opinion, yeah. uh, I think 4 million, I, I would still feel a little bit nervous about retiring early. You know, we're talking about financial freedom and uh, four yeah. million can buy you that but it yeah. depends on what your lifestyle is 
And that's the sort of thing we need to talk about. Um, but just to come back to Uzbekistan, she said 60 billion. Yes. 60 billion Uzbekistan. If I read that correctly. If you read that. Um, what is the average salary in Uzbekistan? I guess for the list, I mean, like, I actually researched this. It looks like an average salary, yearly salary, is about a grand. A sterling. Th- a thousand pounds. Yes. Per year, did you say? I believe so, yes. Oof. So, you know, it's... We're doing all right in context. the UK, really. Yeah, going into context. So, again, it's, it's about four million. I'm not going to sniff my nose at it. The goal is to win the jackpot. Out. We haven't done it yeah. this week. So, if we go through what the winning numbers were for this mm. week, we're looking Let's at... Let's see. 15, 20, 39, 49, 59... And the bonus ball was 56. Um, other details is, you know, mis- machine name was, was Arthur. I've always wondered, you know, why does the machine have a name? I, is it- I believe it's named after, like, the Knights of the Round right. Table or something. Oh, right. Again, it's okay. something to explore through this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ball set three. Uh, so, again... Ball set of three? Yeah, ball oh, set I've three. I've only got two. <laughs> um, yeah, Indeed, so do I, Chris. Oh, okay. um, but they went with three this time. Um, three. Um, yeah. Just to give an idea of you know, what were my numbers. So my mm. numbers were 12, 30, uh-huh. 46, 47, 48, 57. You were so close because I'm just having a look. So 46, 47, 48. You've gone for a three in a row there. And 43 and 49 were both pulled out. But what I'm seeing here, oh, and 57, you've 57, but the lucky dip was 56. So is that a big fat zero for our first week? Have you, you, know one? What? you know what? I think we've gone wrong. Yeah. I started off this, you know, this is why I need help. Yeah. Lucky dip isn't cutting it. I'm doing every lucky dip. Mm. I need to be more mm. conscious on my number choices. Yeah. And this is what we're trying to solve on this podcast. Yeah, lucky tip just just doesn't do it. It's like pulling a number from thin air, really. Mm. Well, it's quite literally, isn't it? It's totally yeah. random. Which we are kind of doing, but with a more conscious effort. With a conscious... You know, it's all about the consciousness. Are you aware of the decisions that you're making? Would you accept a job if you didn't know what it was about? Depends how much... They were offering. Was, mm. yes. Again, mm. it's all about financial freedom. Yeah. Okay, let's say they offer you 100 grand, but you don't know what the job is going to entail at all. I think the question is, is am I open to nefarious activity? Yeah. Uh, at this moment in time, I'll probably say yes. So 100 grand annual salary. Yes. Um, you don't know what your job responsibilities are going to be. Yeah. But you do know that someone somewhere is going to be harmed by that job. Would you? <laughs> ah. What do you mean by harmed? It's just, that's what it says in the contract. I didn't make it up. Okay, so... Okay, if we talk about harms like financially... Mm. Well, we don't know. But yeah. So we could, we could we're down around like gambling mm. companies here. Yeah. Yeah. Or are we talking about physically harm? So are we talking about sex trafficking? It, it could be. It could be. We don't know. Okay, this is so why. Where I do, you want... draw, do you draw the line at sex trafficking? 
I think I have to. Mm. Yeah. Mm. At 100k for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've established that you know I didn't win this mm. week, but that's not to say I, I can't win next week. No. As we said, this was a lucky dip. Yeah. This wasn't a conscious thing. Uh, the machine has spat it out for you. Um, I think what we really need to do now is think about a conscious way of manifesting that draw towards us yes. by looking at what's going on in the world, engaging with what's around us. I believe so. I think you're so right, Chris, is that, again, it's all about opening our eyes mm. and see what the winning numbers are. Mm. But I'm thinking, when we talk about manifestation, and mm. we're moving on the second segment now, yeah. it's all about our topic of the week. Yes. So our topic yeah. of the week is, first thing you would do if you won the lottery. So it's almost like we're manifesting, if we won it, what's the first thing? What's yeah, the first thing so, do, so, so, so that positive attraction, right? Yes. You've got to put yourself in the mindset mm. that you are going to win the lottery, and then it might just happen. Exactly. So, so I'm just thinking about it now. I've picked my numbers. I'm just watching it on the TV. Dale Winton's there. Um, oh, sorry, he's not alive anymore, is he? No. No. Uh, who does it now? I actually don't know. I just see it online. Oh, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's just, that's just, yeah. that's Whoever it is. Whoever it is. Maybe, maybe it's just an alert on my phone. Is that what happens? You know, on the lottery app, does it just pop and say, you've hit the jackpot, baby? I don't know. But anyway, I'm just picturing We're it. manifesting it. Um, it says, okay, your notification, you've just won four million pounds. You know, I turn around, I'm home alone. Uh, as I normally am, quite a lonely chap. So what I'd probably do is just head straight down to Weatherspoons. Um, nice. And that's because it's one of my happy places, right? And what I've worked out is the last time I went to Weatherspoons, um, they had Green King IPA for £2 a pint. So if I won £4 million, I could actually buy 2 million Green King IPAs and how many, you know, I could probably just buy the pub. I but could just call up Tim Marcet. Well, it's might my well, pub Chris. now. Yeah. So you would be a, yeah. a pub. You'd be Peggy Mitchell. Uh, Peggy Mitchell. Yeah. Would I be allowed in your pub, Chris? Absolutely. Absolutely. Would I get drinks on the house? Um, no. So I'm okay, trying to fair run, enough, run a tote shit. I've only You're got four million pounds. Here. It's not enough. Yeah. It's, it's an investment. You're uh, investing into a pub. And I wasted most of the four million pounds on two million Green King IPAs for the patrons. Um, Fair enough. So I don't actually have much. So, but yeah, you'd be allowed in. Okay, brilliant. I mean, just pay your own way. But yeah, I think Weatherspoons, that's where I'd go. Um, probably just go on my own, sit in the corner. Um, just kind of think about it. What am I going to do with this money? Um, and then probably as the night progresses, you think, well, hang on a minute. I'm going to have to tell somebody. And then you start ringing people up. That's the thing. When normally nobody ever wants to go out with you, if suddenly you call them up and you say, I've just won four million pounds, I'm a millionaire, I think suddenly they're going to turn up to Weatherspoons. And then who knows what's going to happen? We buy a bottle of champagne. We dance on the tables. Who knows? We, next time we go to Simmons, happy hour. That sounds like ultimate night out. Chris. Yeah. You know what? I would say I wouldn't. I wouldn't call. First of all, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm. call anyone that I want. That's oh, because they're purpose. tapping your phone, right? 
Not only that, the Russians. Is that what you meant? Possibly. Again, yeah. this is another consideration. Yeah. Just tapping your phone. Yeah. Would well, you Dale Winton, maybe, from Beyond the Grave. We don't know. We, we don't know. Exactly. You can't be too careful. You've just mm. won four million. Yeah. Do you want to let someone know straight away? That's the thing. Again, that's the question we need to explore. Yeah. We need to really have a conscious look at what would be the first thing you would do. Going to the pub. Yeah. Having a few IPAs. Mm. Green King or... Gre- Green King sounds just like... Just right the uh, Sounds like the right route for you, Chris. Uh, Probably uh, wouldn't be what the first thing I would do, Chris. Okay, you go margarita. I mean, the <coughs> first thing I would do, Chris, if you want to know, mm. is that I would probably just go to the bathroom and wash my face. Just to sort of make sure that you're that I've it. won it. Yeah, I'll wash yeah. my face, give my face a couple, couple of slaps, uh. look at it again. And then, you know, first thing I'm not going to do, I know I'm twisting it around, is that I'm not going to scream my head off. Mm. I don't want to alert the neighbour that I've won. Mm. I'm definitely not going to call my boss the next day and just say, you know, see you later, I'm not coming in. No, you're going to be you're rational. Gonna raise, yeah, you've got to be rational, pull a sickie or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. Get your thoughts together. Yeah. I mean, first thing I would do is, you know, I'll tell my parents. So you would tell your parents? I'll tell my parents that I'm moving out, finally. Ah. I don't need their help. I can make it on my own. Uh, you know, that's the first thing I would do. But when I think of it logically, I'm not going to get too emotional about it. You know, you want to, mm, you're just coming mm. to this money. The money's not even in the bank yet. You know, we need to double check these things. You know, we want to make sure that the money's there. You know, what? on a serious note, you know, if, as you say all this, okay, you've got to be very rational. I'm starting to think about my bank account. Where the hell am I going to put this four million pounds? Does the co-op bank even have the bandwidth for four million pounds? Quite possibly not. Coots. I'm, I'd probably call up Coots. The things with Coots, do you need a million to open up an account? Right, so it, I can only open it up after I've received. You know what cash. I'm thinking? Mm. We need to get someone from the lotto to explain to us yeah. about this. I believe they yeah. must give us give the winner some advice about mm. what banking options that they have. Because mm. you're right, a lot of banking options they only go up to a quarter of a mil. And not only that, but of course, what is your compensation if you lose, you know, if they go bust? I think it's normally up to 80 grand. That's correct for a normal kind of retail so current need, account. You yeah, 50 different account. Yeah. Um, accounts based on that. Exactly. Again, a good problem we're, we're going to explore. But then, you know, when we think about this logically, you know, let's be honest, the most sensible thing you can do, if you, mm. the first thing you, you should do, in my humble opinion, <coughs> is to keep quiet. Mm. Just don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone just yet. Is that because people come begging? They'll There's treat that. you differently? They'll treat you differently. They're always going to want a piece. You mm. know, you want to have a logical head on Mm. and go, I've got four million. Mm. My life's changed. My life's changed. What do I want to do? I don't want to start, you know, it'll easy come, easy go, right? Mm. Do you want your second cousin that you barely speak to has been to prison going, oh, my second cousin's been to have, prison. Have they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you happy to give him a slice? You know? Absolutely not. 
there you go. So you you, you want to kind of take a, I would say a measured approach, which we will explore yeah. in future episodes. It's really yeah. about who would you tell, they and do, in what order. They do say don't tell anybody. You know, I've I've been on threads on Reddit, and people have said do not tell a soul. First thing you do, hire a financial advisor. Makes sense, right? Um, do you do you need a financial advisor? I think. As we move through these podcasts, people are going to realise they've got us. They don't need a financial advisor. Yeah, what's our rate, Chris? Um, well, because we're going to discuss four million, that later. We, yeah, four million. Yeah, we'll we, uh, we discuss, yeah, we yeah. discuss that um, yeah. later. But you're right, Chris. I think financial advice, or people talk about if you're in, in America, I guess. We, I know we talk UK specific. But again, it could apply to the UK as hiring a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, Just to make sure that, you know, money's there. Everything's, you know... Big question. You can go public. Obviously, you know, if you're saying you're not going to tell anyone, you wouldn't go public. I wouldn't. No. I don't understand why people would go public. Is that a requirement in order to get the jackpot? No. You can choose in the UK whether to go public or not. You know, certain people have. I remember Euro Millions winners... 170 million or something they went public Mikey Carroll everyone knew Mikey Carroll who tore things oh, up yeah. I just think you know and they were saying they were getting letters from random people they didn't even know just begging for a few quid I don't know what's 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 the what's the pro heel of going public maybe a, a few hundred grand more from the sun so they can splash you on the front page maybe they're just looking for that fame yeah. You know, people crave fame. Maybe that's why, but I don't think it's something a smart to way. explore with exploring fame. Again, another topic for the podcast, Chris. It is a topic because you know, as you say, if you've got millions at your disposal now, mm-hmm. can you use other methods to create that fame that people are chasing, rather than just going on the sun and then you create more problems for yourselves? Exactly. I mean, this is something to look at. You know, winning lottery. You think it's a dream come true. Mm. Apparently, it can be a nightmare. Mm. And this is something we're going to explore. Mm. So, we're in the right mindset yeah. when we do win the lottery. Yeah. Because it's going to happen, Chris. It's in the next year, probably. Yeah. If it takes yeah. one episode, that's fine. 10 episodes, a no thousand more, episodes. No oh. more than 2,000, though. Why, why not? Uh, that's almost five years. That's oh, more right. than five years. That's okay, well, though. that's the goal. We're going to manifest winning the lotto yeah. within five years. Yeah. So how are we going to do it? I think we can move on to selecting next week's numbers. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So, what are our thoughts on next week's numbers, Chris? What are you thinking? What, what numbers are screaming at you I mean. Week? You know, I'm, I'm looking out the window here where we are, Tony, and um, it's it's lovely and sunny. I've just checked my watch, 25 degrees, and I've been absolutely roasting over the last week. It's been hot in London. It's yeah. been really hot, hasn't it? And I think, yeah. um, what was it, 30 degrees or more over three or four days consecutively? Seven. Seven! You are winding me up. I saw it in an article on the BBC. It was seven. Seven days in September. That has to be unprecedented. It's the hottest September since 2016. If that's not significant, then I don't know what is. Since 2016. 
seven, you know. That was the year where loads of people, um, famous people died, wasn't it, 2016? I did that. Which in and of itself has to be a sign. Is that the year? George Michael? Oh, right. Um, David Bowie? Was, yeah. I think seven's up there. Mm. You know, mm. it's seven. Are we agreed on seven? I'm going to say seven. It was David Beckham's um, number as well. So, yeah, I'm going with seven. Okay, that's a good one. He's a millionaire. So that's right. Yeah. <laughs> there, there we go. I'm thinking it's weather themed. Mm. I don't know about you, but Saturday, mm. we didn't win. Well, I didn't win the lotto. Mm. But I was sweating a lot that Saturday because oh, it was yeah. 33 degrees Celsius. Uh. And that was a number that was screaming up at me. So <coughs> I was like, uh. 33. 33. I was certainly sweating. Um, and you know, you mentioned earlier the three ball set. Well, my two ball set was, was definitely sweating <laughs> on, on Saturday. Um, and if it was 33, deg- that is crazy. Yeah, I think 33, it's a good number because that's the age Jesus died as well. So it's got significance to a lot of people. Again, we're looking at divine intervention. Here. Yeah, that's what we need. If we're going to win the lottery, what are the odds? Um, so far, not that great, but <laughs> yeah, there's still a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got 33. 33. I think this is a topic that you're quite keen on this week, uh, Chris. Well, you mentioned Saturday. Yeah. Um, and Saturday was the day where suspected terrorist Daniel Khalifa, or Khalifa, I don't know yes. how to pronounce it, um, I'll go with Khalifa, was finally captured. Um, and was, you know, I'm a bit disappointed in the guy. He made it out of prison, right? strapped to the bottom of a delivery van and actually you mentioned to me already that this is literally out of a film plot it's not they need to make this into a film this happened in a movie before right again it it makes it feel like there's credibility on actually prison escape via this method i mean uh. first of all he was what ex-army or something ex-army so you gotta you can't be a slouched in order no. to do this so therefore you've got to give him props that he's a fit young guy. Mm. Um, he didn't last that long, surprisingly, until mm. he was caught. I was a little bit disappointed about that. That's that's what I was going to say because okay, he escaped from Wandsworth Prison, right? Okay, yeah. Um, and he lasted what three days or something like that. Something like yeah, a couple of days, a couple of days, a couple of days, and. You know, that in itself is disappointing. But within those couple of days, he only made it as far as Chiswick. Now, how many miles away is it? That's just a couple of miles. I mean, he, let's be honest, he did well to hold on to be able to get out of the vicinity of the yeah. prison. That part, I give him props. Yeah. You know, he, he's strapped himself to the bottom of the delivery vehicle. Really good. I did. I was watching an interview on... I can't remember what news channel it was. And one of the, they had someone, an authority figure commenting on his background. Mm. They made him sound like he was Jason Bourne. They were saying like, Mm. he's ex-army. They train, you know, their training is second to none. You know, he's adaptable. He knows how to work under pressure. It's like he can blend. He's basically that Jason Bourne type of character. So that hypes me up that going like, this is going to be, they probably will make a Netflix documentary, who knows, 
But I thought this was going to span weeks. This is going to span him going through the country and people are going to be spotting mm. him. Even my Raul Moch style. Yeah. Get the Reddit crew on, you know, yeah. let's do that. The Reddit sleuths. Let, let's pin that his would, location. That would have been exciting. And, you know, that's why I mentioned Raul Moch because yeah. at least he gave us one night. Remember, Gaza went out. I don't remember the story, sorry. He was the guy in the northeast who went on a on the rampage with a gun. Okay. You have to look it up afterwards. Okay. But anyway, back, to, back to Khalifa, yeah. who didn't give us any fun at all. It's just But it shows that he was naive and that comes mm. with age. How old was he, Chris? I think he was twenty one years old. And I think that twenty one st- stuck out. Yeah. And I think that's I think are we making a choice that we're going to include that as one of the numbers for, well, for this upcoming Lotto draw? I think you made a really good point there. It's, you know, he was immature. Um, I think he focused too much on the kind of method to get out. Yeah. And not at all on what he would actually do once he got there, which is kind of, you know, similar to what we're talking about with the Lotto. We need to plan ahead. And that is what Daniel Khalifa wasn't able to do. You know, he made a, a fantastic escape. And the moment he got out there, can you imagine Saul Goodman, for example? <laughs> or Franken fan Saul Goodman, yeah. You know, you get out, you break out. What about Shawshank Redemption? Oh, uh, yeah, he, he kind of he kind of finessed the prisoners uh, with it inside, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just... But, I mean, I would say, let's, you know, he did all right, mm. but let's be honest, in this day and age, you're not going to get far without help. No. If we talk about Saul Goodman, he had that vacuum cleaner number, a professional, yeah. Yeah. new identity, cash to set him up. Yeah. A few this hundred is grand. A few hundred grand, whatever. <coughs> Daniel Cle- okay, he won't have his debit card. Or ba- say if he was to have his mm. bank card, he needed money. He would have to use that card. Mm. Or, mm. you know, transact, get cash out of the ATM. And that tracks what would That would flag something to know his location. So you would need someone with, ca- you know, with cash to help him out. You know, it's just cold, hard cash. So, again, does mm. that spark another idea that if we were to win the lottery, yeah. is it worth having a significant amount of cash buried somewhere that in case of things go pear-shaped? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You've got cold hard cash in a suitcase somewhere mm. for you to start over again. A couple yeah, hundred grand. Yeah, just because anything can happen. You know, something could be falsely pinned on you and yeah. um, you're about to get sent down for a life sentence. Yeah. Um, and so you want to be able to make your escape. You don't want to be paying on Apple Pay or with your debit card or your credit card, whatever. Why not? So if, if that were you, where would you bury the cash? I think this goes back to keeping quiet with the mushroom winners. Mm. I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. This is mm. something we should explore. But it's somewhere that it's easy, mm. ex, you know, easy access. Yeah. And and stuff that obviously you're not going to tell anyone about. But you're right. You know, when you talk about anything can happen, I mean, uh. let's be honest. You're more likely to be killed by someone that you know. Yeah. Or a loved one. Mm. Or, you know immediate family member so you come on you know you, you win a significant amount of money i would say there's more chance of you getting killed because yeah. they they want uh. something from you now so 
Not to scare. I mean, these these are things that you know. It's good to prepare for these things. And like you said, having cash somewhere, yeah, it's not a bad idea. It's funny you say all that about um, you know you're most likely to be killed by someone you know because I was really good mates with Daniel Khalifa back in his last, uh, his army days. So I was I was quite worried about it over the weekend. But thank God he messed it up. Um, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I, I would. I mean, obviously, you don't want to put it somewhere which is sort of easily identified. Yeah. So, obviously, coming to mind, you think about the fo- the woods, a forest, but you're talking about people you know. Why not put it under the noses of somebody that you do know? And you've mm. got to identify, for example, a person or a couple where, you know, they're not going to move out of that place anytime soon. Just put it in their garden. Just bury it in their garden down at the back somewhere. You know, it's like you're somebody's old grandparents and you know they're going to pass the home down. That's not, I mean, that's not a bad idea, Chris. Yeah. It's somewhere you know, not a lot of people. The only thing I would worry about that comes to mind is almost like um, huh. having to dig it up again. Like we talk mm. about a little kind of hatch or something. It's too much manual labour. Oh, a, a hatch. Yeah, that's a good idea. Would you be able to... I'm not very good at DIY. So a lot of this sort of thing stresses me out a bit. Um, I'd probably just put it in um, my storage cupboard. I mean, it's... it'll be all right there? If you only know where it is... Yeah. There's a lock, maybe it could be... In a safe? A safe. It could be a large safe with that much cash, but... I think, again, it's something we can explore through, yeah. you know, through, through the podcast about the where are the probably some options of where you would put your money. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You know, you want to have, as they say, we talk about even investing, you know, you want to diversify your your portfolio almost. So are we saying that definitely 21? It's definitely an umbar with kind of Khalifa. So Daniel Khalifa, yeah. Um, And as you said, with this guy, um, really disappointed in the execution of his plan once he got out of prison Mm -hmm. but really impressed with how he got out of there as you say it's like a movie plot but what was that movie again where it actually was um you know what i I actually Um, don't know what movie it was from but i saw you know it's like on social media you see these little clips of like movies you're like Mm. that's really interesting where what movie did that come from because it's literally strapped the same way he got... Well, basically, yeah. in this movie clip that I saw was yeah. a man was working in a prison workshop. Mm. He looked like he was making number plates or something. He intentionally damaged one. He goes, you know, this is a damaged number plate that I'm making. Yeah. He put it in a cupboard somewhere. And then it cut to the next scene where he's been doing this for a while. He's got all these number plates that have been made. He's kind of kind of gaffer taped them all in, in, in together, creating some one neat sheet of metal. Next scene, you see he sees an opening of a van that is just parked up there. He times it when a guard isn't looking, runs underneath, holds onto the underneath the van, and then uses it somehow. Don't know how he does it. That sh- that kind of sheet of metal that's made up of little bits of other pieces of metal covers his back. So if someone was to look under the van, they'd just see kind of metal essentially. Is and then he what, made it out. Is that what Daniel Khalifa? You know. What inspired him to do it? Were any of the prison guards in on this? These are the questions we need to... 
must have been surely hopefully there'll be some developments who knows yeah we need we demand to know more yeah and I mean, what happened again it can't happen again. but you know what happened in this guy's life i think this is something we need to explore as well especially if we're going to be certain to use the number 21 i'm quite sure about it mm. what happened to this guy who i read um an interview with one of his relatives yeah. who was unnamed didn't want to be named and he said he was really happy in the British Army. Mm. About a year ago, something changed. Something changed, but we don't know what it was. Something changed in this guy's life. Mm. Next thing we know, he's a his Majesty's pleasure. A terror pleasure, suspect. A ter- terror suspect fleeing. But um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe Daniel it. Daniel Khalifa. Well, again, tw- you know, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Next number that I had in my head, it was something that kind of stuck out, mm. was um, number 19. Number 19, yeah. And the reason why 19 came out was that I was just looking around, you know, just, just doing my work and then I, mm. I see an article. Mm. I see undercover police officer. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. You know, Sounds I'm a big like fan of like those, yeah. yeah, undercover type stuff. I like undercover police movies. Who doesn't like The Departed? You know. absolutely, absolutely so I'm like damn this is that real life stuff so I'm reading an article where there's an undercover police officer um, has a fake identity and he's deceived a woman into a 19 year relationship they have a kid together so he's almost like you know he's living a double life so this undercover police officer lived a double life he's obviously undercover he's doing whatever that was yeah and while I'm the cover, he's like, look, I'm really going to get into character here. And I respect him for that because he really yeah. was. I'm going to get properly into character here. I'm actually going to get married to this chick who I'm in deep with. I'm going to have a kid and I'm going to raise this kid to have a proper ghetto upbringing. Is that, is that what you think he did? I believe, I mean, like, it's one of those things. It's like, you're undercover. You've got a. Yeah. You've got. A, you've got this identity. Mm. You're, you're doing your thing. You meet a woman for what, however he met her. You start having a conversation. Mm. You're like, okay, I'm undercover, but you know, <laughs> I have needs. Right. He told. He told her that. I'm just imagining. <laughs> like, he, you know, he's he's like yeah. attractive woman. Yeah. She likes me. By the I, way, I'm undercover. Yeah, I like her. <laughs> I, he's probably thinking in his head, you know what? I'm just going over the flow, but it's probably not going to lead to anything. Yeah. I've, you know, I yeah. take my. Clearly, he's he takes his job seriously because he's a dedicated man. You know, he's working undercover for the police. He's got to know what he's getting into. Mm. You know, mm. not everyone could go. Yeah, I'll be undercover for the police. You know, yeah. there's certain. You could be part of the. De- you know, your life. I would say. In line. danger, in, yeah. you're on the line, you know. You've got to thank our boys in blue for sure. Shout out to them. Um, but then he's probably going, look, I have needs. Yeah. You know, he's, he's only flesh and blood. You know, yeah. he has, uh. and he's like, you know, a relationship because sometimes you, you know, you can't choose what happens. And then before he knows it, he's <laughs> one day it turns to three, ten, their boyfriend, their girlfriend. And then at what point do you go, a year or two has gone by, and then you're like, oh, by the way, I'm not who I say I am. I'm another, you know, 
he's probably gone like this is awkward yeah and he's like he's probably gone let me just play the long game I mean is yeah. she gonna find out like 19 years you know you have a kid I see what you mean yeah. he's thinking well look I'm actually going to risk blowing my cover if I tell her anything yeah I can't so he's actually just doing his job properly it's that I mean that's I think that is quite um, no, noble in the regard that he's probably undercover for good reason. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, do he, you trust the police? I, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, but I would say that, you know, he has needs to begin with. Yeah. And then he has a need to start a family and that's only natural is he going to deprive himself from an opportunity mm. for a child no. no so why not have the best of both that's what he's probably thinking and um, just to also just to be clear on it obviously he's undercover cop does he have another family I don't read the form his- yeah I, I just saw the number 19 when we talk about lotto we're just yeah, looking for numbers we're just looking for the numbers to, to present themselves but if he did yeah is it such a bad thing? How would he balance that? Ah, that's another question. Again, when in lo- I mean, this talks about the the, the the notion of living a double life here. <laughs> so when we talk about winning the lotto, you could totally mm. go through, you could mm. just pretend nothing's happened. You can live that double mm. life. You go, I've won the lottery. I'm just going to go to work like normal. I w- You could even have, you, you could go to your girlfriend. You just act normal. You don't even let her know. But you've yeah. got that money in the bank and you're just living. So you go, we split in the rent this this month. <laughs> yes, we are. It's still 50-50, I right? just say to her, you know, have you seen inflation? It's above yeah. 8% still. Yeah. yeah. Based on that and everything else, cost of living, I'm going to have to put your rent up another 15%. And all the while I'm going out to Mayfair of an evening <laughs> when I say I'm working late to my private members club that I've just signed up to. That's... Yeah, that's just a potential. But I wouldn't not, do that. I'm just saying. That's that, not ethic. But that's not ethically wrong, though. Mm. It's your money at the end of the day. And do you know who's to say <clears> that it's not? You know, she's an independent woman, right? She is. So yeah. okay, you've won four million, but it's Saturday. It's her turn to pay dinner. <laughs> Are you going to deny her the right to go? I'm bringing my equal weight to the relationship. Absolutely not. Exactly. These are modern Absolutely t- These are modern time, Chris. Absolutely. It's all about equality. But, I mean, this is an important question, talking about your missus. Yeah. Would you tell your girlfriend, your partner, you said you wouldn't tell anyone, does that include your girlfriend that... And, and you know, obviously you've been with your girlfriend for a while now, but let's say, okay, a few more years down the line, you're yeah. married. You know what? I'm going to be sensible yeah. here and go back to my original point and just say, uh. I'm going to keep quiet. Uh, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't say for how long, though. Mm. And this is something mm. to explore further on. Further on about who would you tell and in what order. So to go back to, you know, living a double life and the undercover yeah. police, I think 19 years, I mean, what yeah. a stint. Yeah, I yeah. think he's overshot. Are my expectations for that compared to Daniel Khalifa who didn't last that long he disguised it 19 years yeah so this guy um, lasted 19 years Daniel Khalifa what two days yeah like that. I mean he could do 19 years now um, <laughs> he got hold of him he'll do 19,000 uh, years <laughs> yeah. that. yeah 
Um, so we're on to our, 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 our last number now, Chris. Oh my goodness, we got 7, 30, 33, 21, 19, we've got one last number, um, and what's coming into your mind for that one? So I was like, I'm too UK-centric, Chris. Yeah. I know we're playing a lotto, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it is a UK lottery. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I want to look at stateside. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, hey, you know, I'm looking at current affairs here. I'm like, what numbers are out there? Mm. And something that grabbed my eye was, I saw Proud Boys. I'm like, who are the Proud Boys? <laughs> and it says, Proud Boys leader Enrique Tario was sentenced to 22 years in prison for his part in the US Jan 6 capital attack. Mm. So this is a few years back. This is, this is 2020, I believe. And, and this is what's crazy about yeah. it because we all remember those riots and yeah. the capital attacks. And then you hear Proud Boys and you're like, aren't they a tribute band at, at GAY? But they sound like it. They sound like up. it. They yeah. sound like it. And I was like, who are they? I mean, I was looking into it. They said, like, apparently, you know, they, the reason why they, they did the riots is they wanted Trump to, to stay in power post-2020. Again, who knows? 2024, he, he could come back. You know, again, that's another thing to explore. Um, and I was like, who are the Proud Boys? So it's apparently the Proud Boys are so-called Western chauvinistic group often involved in um, street fighting with left-wing activists. Right. So I'm like, uh. do I agree with that? I don't know. I don't know, but I just saw, <laughs> let's look at US, what numbers are coming out? 22 years, and that's the number I'm going to throw. <clears throat> and that, was that the leader of Proud Boys? Yes, doing 22 years 22 in prison. years, and for his part in those, um, in those riots where they stormed. Stormed. The yeah. Capitol building, the fount of democracy, and they took law into their own hands. And they said, we don't care about democracy. All we care about is Donald J. Trump. Or maybe they thought they cared about dem democracy. That's why they did it. Because they'd been listening to, um, what was his name? Giuliani. Giuliani Sun. Yeah, no. the guy with the wig who fell off. Uh, what was his name? I actually don't know. Uh, yeah. But I... He, Rudy, Rudy G Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. But twenty-two. That's the number I'm gonna throw out. There. Twenty-two. Yeah. So if we recap, so what are the numbers here, Chris? So um, numerical order. What have we got? Yeah. Here? So we had the number seven, the number nineteen, the number twenty-one, the number twenty-two, the number thirty, and the number thirty-three. And those were the numbers that have kind of hit us through. Um, the week, and I think we've got a good chance here. You know what? I think, I think these are the winning numbers, Chris. Ah. And we're going to find that out next week. I think this is the, this, this is the game. I'm going to play these numbers. <sighs> and on next week's show, mm. we're going to figure out if they came out or not. Mm. Imagine this. Could you imagine these coming out next week? Do you mean Enrique... Terrio, the Proud Boy, or... No, oh, you mean the numbers? Yeah, the numbers. Uh, sorry, the numbers. Thought, well, yeah. He could get, who knows? I he feel could like come out. He, he might have a great lawyer. Boy. He might uh, have a great lawyer. Uh, Imagine that. 
<laughs> the problem is, is that yeah. not everyone would know. Ah, yeah. What happens if people listening to this copy your numbers? I guess we have to share the jackpot, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, that would be a shame. So I guess um, I think that's that brings us to the end, Chris. Well, it's been really exciting. You know, I think there's a chance <laughs> that we are going to bring this jackpot towards us. And I think um, I think this is this. I've been playing Lostris for so many years. I think yeah, since Dale Winton was since Dale Winton Supermarket Sweep days. Yeah, and I think um, oh, was it um, Mr. Blobby? Was he on the Lostris at one point? I think he Noel was. Edmonds. He was. There. He was. Yeah, and I think it used to be more of an event. You have to admit, back in the day, it was a big deal, wasn't it, the Lottery? I remember seeing Britney Spears on the Lottery when she first no. hit me baby on the time. No way. He was on the Lottery show. Lot the, lot the Lottery needs to be prime time slot for mm. BBC One. BBC One Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday night. Well, I, I tell you what, I always loved that Dale Winton game show. Supermarket Sweep. And uh, No, no, the one before the Lottery. And what happened oh. was they sat in the chair, and if they got one wrong, they're out of the chair. Somebody else moves in. And it's whoever's in the chair at the end or something like that, they win the jackpot. Not the lottery jackpot, this game show's jackpot. So many opportunities out there, Chris, to win to win money. Just, we just need to grab it by the say, horns. Grab it by the balls. Grab it by the balls. Grab it by the balls. So um, don't forget to to to, to review the, the podcast. Subscribe. And uh, I guess join us next week where we try to win the lottery. And I'm sure we will. Cheers, bye.